0: Welcome to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast, where we are going to overcome our fears, doubts, and insecurities. I'm your host, Felicia Wallace, and I would like for you to join me on my journey to slaying my own self-doubt, and hopefully you slaying some of yours as well. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Slaying Self-Dial Podcast. I am your host, Felicia Wallace. Today, I have the pleasure of chatting with my sister-cousin, Tanisha Simpson. T is visiting us from North Carolina, but is originally from the DMV. We're going to chat today about how she slayed herself, down in regards to her weight loss journey, how she ultimately used weight loss surgery as a tool to reach her goal. Welcome, T.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) Are you excited? Yes. Are you nervous? A little. Why? Because you're recording me. I'm recording me too. <laughs> we just act like we're talking in the kitchen or yeah, something. Yeah, we're just chatting. We're just chatting. You don't have to use your uh, girl's six voice,
1: though. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is my regular voice. No, it's not. That is not your <laughs>
0: regular voice, okay? I need you not to use your girl's six voice, okay? Look. Listen. Exactly, Okay. Linda. All right, let's get regular <laughs> with it. You know, these the, the, the slang of Death tribe, they got... Sister Cousins, they just talking regular too, the same. We could be Gail and Oprah. Okay. Okay. I'm Oprah. What? What? <laughs> Hold on. Time out. Pause for the calls. Wait. I'm Oprah. Because I'm the one. You're on my show. But Gail asks questions too. On CBS Morning. But okay. if this well, is Oprah. Well, you were
1: in CBS Morning, so... <laughs>
0: Yeah, we on my
1: turf okay 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 Okay. you can be over today thank you
0: I'll be over today today Today. (laughs) okay sorry guys (laughs) um so let me just give a disclaimer you know we've known each other since birth obviously um and so we have these like little moments with like jokes and all that stuff that hopefully we won't let you all feel like that you're not a part of it we're just gonna
1: (laughs) I've known her since her birth because I'm technically older than her even though everybody says you're older I'm wiser you're older yes I'm the wiser one (laughs)
0: okay (laughs) sure okay anyway you know what we're not let's keep family business okay all right you know we just let's let's move forward okay so I just have a couple of questions I want to ask you you know just speak honestly and freely and um, we just want to um, first of all let me just say I'm super proud of you for uh, your journey Um, I've been on this journey with you and so to see where you are on the other side of it is um amazing i can tell that you're definitely happier and feel a whole lot more freer so it's an awesome feeling to watch people like come into their uh their selves and like the best version of their selves so just want you to know i'm proud of you
1: thank you don't cry i, know. I am okay. proud of you too for slaying yourself down and putting yourself out there
0: Yes, come on. All <laughs> this this all this love and affirmations, that's what we want. So, where does your journey begin in uh this in your weight
1: loss journey? Where does it begin? I mean, I think when you're young, you struggle with growing as like a teenager and a kid, so you like come into being a an adolescent and you struggle with your body changing. And I wouldn't necessarily say that my weight loss journey or struggle started there. I honestly think that my weight loss struggle started after having my first child. Um, that was when because prior to that I was in the army and I worked out daily mm-hmm. and I really didn't have a problem with weight. But after having my first child who was Huge. eight pounds, fourteen ounces <laughs> huge she was huge (laughs) like i barely was able to fit behind a steering wheel right before having her
0: shout out to kayla who's a senior
1: yeah she's my my sugar ball um you know like most moms you struggle with not only trying to figure out how to take care of yourself but take care of your child and Uh obviously Eating right and working out was not a part of that equation, especially nope. if you're a young mom and you just you just feel like you're in crisis mode. You're just trying to get you're just trying to keep everybody alive. Right, that's real. Yeah, you, you just, just want like, At the end of the day, everybody day. is you alive. Ate, yeah. I
0: ate. We're still here. Yeah, basically <laughs> and we
1: didn't die. Yeah. So, and then also with my husband being deployed, it was. A, like w- losing weight was not on the scale of thing. I just thought it would automatically come off just because. Like I, had, old. I never I'm still waiting. Yeah, <laughs> you just think when you're young. Obviously, you just think that you're invincible. Yeah. You don't think it, you just don't you don't think about down the line. And so I struggled with my weight, and I lost weight, gained weight. Had more babies. I had two. Well, I was pregnant four times, but I, I have three kids now. Um, and all through that, my weight fluctuated. Um, uh, but after having my third child in 2015, I knew that that was my last child. And I just said, okay, well, I'm going to, this is when I'm going to actively work on losing weight but I still never said it I would say oh I'm gonna be healthier mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. oh I'm gonna you know change the way I eat, eat. or change take the- out certain things. Yeah, yeah take out certain things but I never really said until I want to say January of 2018 this year I'm gonna lose weight I would always be like, okay, I'm going to cut out this, I'm going to cut out that, I'm going to become vegan, I'm going to be a vegetarian. I remember that. Yeah, that's the that's thinking. You had the pickle, uh, pickle, 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 yeah. popsicles. Um, I this is good. I don't even know where they <laughs> are. But,
0: they were, bah, bah, bah.
1: but like, I never. I was always afraid to say I'm going to lose weight because if I didn't lose weight, then I feel like I failed.
0: Right. So what was so that that that's that's key. So mm-hmm. what was the difference between like saying. 'Cause that's where I am right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like I say, I'm gonna give up. Like for me, I'm in my weight loss journey mm-hmm. after having kids because mm-hmm. kids do a number to your body that nothing else will. Mm-hmm. It's like they beat you up from the inside out and then they just leave you there mm-hmm. just like and then you gotta take care of and it. And which you makes got it to take care of makes mom. it even worse. Like you do you see what you did to me mm-hmm. and then you want me to feed you? Yep. Oh, okay. Um, but you do this whole thing where you're like, Okay, I did just enough. I'm not as big mm-hmm. but I'm not as small. And you mm-hmm. you know, for me I know I'm always like looking at I want my two thousand and two body. I know what that looks like in my head. I know what I my two thousand and
1: two body. That was right after I had my daughter. So. Right.
0: Well see, I didn't <laughs> have my kids until two thousand my oldest two thousand and seven. So like knowing what that looked like for me, but I, I like you saying that like saying I'm gonna lose weight is different from saying I'm going to get healthier mm-hmm. or I'm going because you don't take the same avenues. You mm-hmm. don't do the exact same thing. You
1: speak it into existence. If you right, don't speak right. it then you're not going to work towards it. That's a word. And your fear is that you're going to say it and then you're going to fail. Right. But the reality is that if you don't say it you're not going to actually do it. Right. If you don't acknowledge that you that this is what you really want, right, right. then you're not going to achieve it. And that's-, that's what happened to me. Like you could be vegan and eat Doritos. Like you can sure. Yeah. Like there are some vegan Doritos. Like oh, the okay. the ones in the purple bag. See? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> if you if you want to be a vegetarian you could be a vegetarian and still gain weight or stay the same weight you were Mm -hmm. like you can talk yourself into thinking that oh and I'm also going to lose weight if I do if I'm i going to be on the banana diet I'm going to be on the hot chocolate diet like okay yeah but or I'm going to basically what I'm saying is until I said this is the year I'm going to lose weight I didn't feel I didn't it did not manifest in me Until I spoke it.
0: And said it. So did you set like a number goal? Like so like for me sometimes I say, Oh, I I could stand to lose twenty pounds. I still Mm -hmm. could. I could I could have stood to lose twenty pounds the last nine years. I still stand in the same weight class, right? Yeah. And so, you know, and I know, like, that struggle of, like, getting on the scale and being like, ugh, like, I just was this, and now I'm back to here, and you're that yo-yo thing, mm-hmm. and kind of going back, and then you have all these different people telling you, oh, you should try things. different things, mm-hmm. oh, the Atkins diet, mm-hmm. or, you know, no carbs, or um, more protein, and mm-hmm. whatever, or, you know, um, yeah, micro micro, keto mm-hmm. diets mm-hmm. all those things exercise more cardio and it becomes uh, it's draining mm-hmm. like trying to like keep up with so what did you what was like your first step into like really saying I'm going to lose weight what was the first thing you did after you realized that's something that you wanted to see to come to fruition
1: well I think that everything happens for a reason and in an order
0: that you really can't
1: see until you turn around and look back at it. Absolutely. Because before I verbally said, I want to lose weight, I did the whole 30. Okay. And the whole 30 was basically an elimination diet where you find out what foods work best for your body and what foods don't work well for you. Okay. And so in those 30 days, I found out that I actually um, do better if I Limit grains and limit, um, that's like rice, yeah, like carbohydrates and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That, um, and it I eat more vegetables and fiber, and meat was something that I could tolerate, and it actually was something that I feel like I needed at the time more meat, yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I'm just trying to get through um so the reason why I say that was I had already trained like but there were parts of me that were training for what was the next? weight loss wow wow I feel like that was training me to like your preparation yeah, yeah. like eliminating and saying I'm gonna give that up and it's okay yeah I, like everything was leading up to that time in uh, on new why I said this is it, I'm gonna. Lo- I'm this year, I'm gonna lose weight, yeah. So, I guess that answered your question, right? Yes,
0: I mean, pretty much. Because yeah. what you're saying is that some well, the other part is that mm-hmm. not really knowing why you did it, I mean, you were doing it for a certain reason when you did the whole 30, mm-hmm. but not really realizing that it, you know, doing the whole 30 was what started the next thing because I'm sure that. So what when you decided I'm going to lose weight, what was the decision that you made? Cuz losing saying I'm going to lose weight could mean anything. Mm-hmm. So what was the decision that you said, how am I going to lose this weight?
1: Um I had friends who had went through orientation for bariatric surgery mm-hmm. and they were speaking to me about their experience in orientation. And I thought that I was not big enough to have weight loss surgery. Okay. So that, just alone on my weight, I thought, oh, well, they're going to tell me I'm not heavy enough Mm -hmm. to have weight loss surgery. But another thing that I struggled with was um, staying active. One of the reasons why is because I have really bad knees. Okay. Um, I can attest. I mm -hmm. can... Definitely, a, a feel you. Yeah. At the KT tape on my knee right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had really bad knees, and it was so bad that, like, I was struggling walking up and down steps. Mm. I would And, like, at 20, not 20, lies,
0: 38, I was right 37, 38 like years of, Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll <laughs> be tripping.
1: At 38, I felt really scared that I was feeling so immobile. So wow, yeah. I I went to my doctor and he sent me to a ortho. Okay. And my orthopedic doctor gave me a shot um uh you cortisone. know cortisone in my knee and uh-huh. but she told me she said it's only going to get worse. You have arthritis and it's only going to get worse as you get older. And all I could see at that point was if I don't do something about this, I'm going to be in a wheelchair. I'm not going to be able to walk. Yeah. And I did not want that. Yeah. So, I asked um I said, "Do you think that this would like make me a candidate for weight loss surgery?" And she was like, "Yes, I'll put it in the consult for you." And that was really what started the ball rolling. So
0: your knees is what started. The my most. knees is
1: what scared me the the most. And arthritis going to make that yeah. decision
0: to choose yeah. bariatric surgery mm-hmm.
1: because I originally had told myself, well, I'm going to try to lose it on my own, and if I make it, if I get to 40 and I'm and I haven't lost the weight, then I will consider weight loss surgery. I can tell you now, I'm so glad I didn't wait until I was 40
0: well i'm glad you didn't wait either especially (laughs) because it's your we wouldn't even be here right because if you had waited and then who knows what happens when you wait because the decision that you make now determines what happens because in 40 you may be running the what is that a triathlon or doing something yeah you know even bigger than what you thought it was and it started just from that one thing so not having and i think that that's key too so like the whole thing about your knees like I you know Mm -hmm. something I struggle with right now too like Mm -hmm. my knees I go to physical therapy Mm -hmm. and I know that you know the first time I went to physical therapy the lady was very nice about how she Mm -hmm. said it but she's she's pretty no that's not no she said it's your hips Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I said I'm sorry what (laughs) she said, it's your hips my hips what you know you know the weight on your hips Mm -hmm. and I'm like Oh, so you saying I'm big or I, I need to lose. I could stand to lose a few pounds. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're trying to say? Mm-hmm. And you like, well, I'm just trying to let you know, you know, the more weight that's on your hips, that's on your bones. The, and so, you know, you hear that. Mm-hmm. And then again, you're, you know.
1: But you know what? I feel like in my whole, like, interactions with doctors, uh-huh. I always thought that m- my doctors barely mentioned my weight. Wow. Which I thought was crazy yeah. because you think that they would be like, you know, Miss Simpson, you really need to get down, you know, right, whatever the case is. But I never heard that at the doctor's office unless I brought, it, brought up. it up. Yeah.
0: And it could be something where, you know, I know we have like this theory of like they, so sometimes people feel like that if you're healthy enough to be able to just like do your daily activities, then your weight must be fine. Mm-hmm. You must be okay mm-hmm. to be able to perform at that you know at a normal let it, normal activity even with the weight and mm-hmm. so it it isn't until you feel like it's debilitating and you feel like mm-hmm. okay legit I can't walk up and down the steps this is a problem mm-hmm. like you have to kind of like then your mind starts shifting and going into you know a different direction mm-hmm. so uh, what were your fears and insecurities going into making the decision to do the weight loss surgery
1: um I honestly didn't have any fears. Okay. Going into it. Once I had made the decision, and I tell you why, the I had my surgery through um Womac at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. The people there, the doctors, um, the support group, all of the things that I had to go through in mm-hmm. order to be eligible for weight loss surgery. It really empowered me into knowing that if I were to stumble or if I were to um, have any questions, there were people that I could call um, and talk to, and even till this day, like what, almost seven, eight months after weight loss surgery, I couldn't pick up my phone and talk to somebody who would be there for me to help me if I had any problems
0: so they have a great support system in in regards to during before during and after yes and so that makes a a, a difference of having how did your me like of course you know um because you're in North Carolina and we're up here like I'm sure like your um we your family is being supportive did you Mm -hmm. have any people that were not necessarily not supportive, because I don't think that, you know, sometimes people aren't out- outright non-supportive. Mm-hmm. They, like, ask you a question to, like, question yourself and mm-hmm. the decisions that you're making. Mm-hmm. Did you have any of those instances where people would say things that made you, not in a way that, like, made you want to change your mind, but, but like caused you, my yeah, make you doubt your decision?
1: <laughs> That's not, like, I... Hmm. My mom, who lives with me, I think that her uh, trepidation came from fear. Right. Okay. She was worried that something would happen to me Mm -hmm. in surgery. And I was worried that something would happen to me if I didn't have surgery. Wow. So, all of the what ifs, what ifs, what ifs Mm -hmm. of people... Saying, "Well, what if this happens after surgery?" I'm like, "What if this happens now? Right, like, yeah. I, like this is a critical point. Like, this is a critical thing. I feel like I have more to more to gain if I go there than if then I stay, stay here. here.
0: Yeah, and that's that 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 that's great awareness as well because people will. It could be a question. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be somebody outright saying to you, like, you know, don't do it, you know. I, I
1: did have one person, but, like, I didn't know her. She was at a grocery store, and... <laughs> what? Yeah, it was just like... Like a random? Like, yeah, it's just oh a random gosh. person. You know how they Wait have... a minute, but how did the random person... Listen, per... okay. Linda, <laughs> Let me tell you, listen, <laughs> listen, Linda. I was at the grocery store, um, Sprouts. It's a grocery store in Fayetteville. And they had, like... Um, samples or whatever okay and the lady was giving out samples for like aloe juice aloe vera juice mm-hmm. and i wanted to try it but it wasn't like i didn't you have to look at labels and this was before i had surgery you look at late like you look at labels to find out how much is you know what's With in the nutritional yeah. effects, right? mm-hmm. and so i had asked her and she was like oh you know i don't um she was like i don't know and she showed it to me and I was like, Oh, I can't I can't try this. It's not on my, you know, diet yes. or whatever mm-hmm. and I said in passing um she and she started talking. She was like a talker and so I said, Oh well I'm having weight loss surgery And she was like, Oh, don't do that. Don't do that to your body And so like I had that I've had that interaction with people and I'm just like, Okay, thank you. <laughs>
0: yeah. And so
1: And i you know, I put it and I put it in you know where it belongs right over there
0: you take it like oh
1: thank you movie going. i appreciate
0: and that's so random that people would even i think that that's so key that um the other part is just like sometimes when you have a plan no matter what the journey is no matter what it is when you have a goal in mind i think what's key is that random people or random things will come up that will try to throw you off your game and being somebody who struggles like with the smallest things throwing me off my Mm game um I, if I'm being honest, that was me. I probably would have been like the lady at the grocery yeah. store told me I shouldn't do this. I changed my mind, you know, <laughs> because I'm. For me, it's just like I hadn't gotten to that. And it's only in certain things, right? Because it's not in everything. I think it's stuff that you 100% commit to and you know that this is the end result. Like you're going to do it no matter what. It's no, There's no
1: wavering. Nobody mm-hmm. can tell you one way or the other. And I kind of feel like I'm that type of person. Overall, like when I no, make yes, a decision. Yes, you definitely are a person
0: <laughs> that no matter what. No wavering.
1: Can't hear you. No, no, there is no wavering (laughs) with you. Especially when I make up my mind. Like, if I'm not asking, if I'm not like, I'm thinking about doing this, Uh what do you think? If I've said, look,
0: This is what I'm doing. (laughs) This is what I'm
1: doing. There's no, well, uh, maybe I shouldn't. Like, I'm the type of person, once I put my mind to things, it's 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 pretty much happening unless it... Unless it explodes into a right. million pieces, I can I can
0: I can I can agree with can that. That, that. I can attest to the fact <laughs> that that is the type of person that you are. And I don't even know why you ask questions, even when you've made your mind up, because you already I don't know. do it anymore. Yeah, you've learned. Yeah. Yeah. you decided. I'm not grown to. now.
1: But. Yeah, <laughs> unless I ask for your opinion, like, I've already come to the decision, like, you can either get on or uh, get go for yeah. that,
0: that's, that's what's that, and I think, that's a, that's a place that I think everybody should get to, mm-hmm. and maybe not, major, like, majority of your life, right, mm-hmm. because I think that there's an awareness of being, like, at, it, like, that in saying that like I choose you Mm -hmm. I choose myself, not Mm -hmm. I choose you but I do choose you boo. But then the song is in my head I choose you, I'm sorry guys Um, but the awareness of that being your choice like no matter what anybody says I'm going to choose whatever is best for me Mm -hmm. no, it doesn't matter how anybody tries to um, change my mind or even put any doubt into Mm -hmm. my into the atmosphere like my mind's made up it's a covering over me I'm good and, and that's I'm where you
1: get that's where I think I get mine from is that I feel like if God has showed me this mm-hmm. there's no human that's going to be like nah God's wrong They're right like no no right exactly <laughs> right yeah and that's and I
0: think that sometimes when we're doing things like we don't realize that having the doubt and having the, like you're going to have insecurities, right? Cause it's just things, you know, you see the world mm-hmm. and it's just going to make, it's not a good thing to have them. It's not a good thing to dwell on them and yes, to stay in there. Dwelling However, in... insecurities happen because it's it's, it's, it's the unknown about whatever it is that you're insecure about. Like I said, you know, a couple of weeks ago about driving, you don't drive. So you don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, you're going to be insecure because there's more, um, seasoned drivers i don't even know mm-hmm. what you call the old driver but i'm gonna use seasoned seasoned drivers but if god tells you that this is for you mm-hmm. and you he wants you to go down this avenue like then you're right into it yeah, yeah you lean into lean it into and nobody it. else can tell you anything else that was an oprah thing right what, there just lean, want in? You lean in lean and in. It. and you said oh, it okay. But okay whatever anyway um you know what <laughs> <laughs> So after you had the surgery and, you know, you've gone through like recovery and you're feeling like, um, better and you see where it's like, you start to see the progress mm-hmm. of like the, um, of the surgery and where you are, where you started and where you are, even if it's, you know, from zero day zero to like day 30, mm-hmm. um, did you have any emotional, changes, any things that like then now that shifted like mm-hmm. into a way where you were like, okay, I, I knew what to expect, but I really didn't know what to expect because sometimes when you go into stuff like you, like you see the end, mm-hmm. right? Like, I like even in this process for myself. I see the end. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I can't see the steps in between. Mm-hmm. And every time and I hit, can
1: tell you what the steps are going to be, but you are going to be like yeah, your yeah, steps yeah, are yeah, different yeah, from yeah, my yeah, steps, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Uh, and I got that girl. that, girl. You
0: don't have to worry about mm-hmm. that. I'm not going to be like that. So, mm-hmm. what were the steps that hit you and you
1: was like, "Oh man," <laughs> <laughs> Keisha told me about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll start um, from when I started orientation. Um, and going to nutrition counseling and going through psychological counseling because you have to do all of that in mm-hmm. order to to make sure that to you're qualified. Ready. Yeah, because um, it's and, a
0: major life decision. Yes, People don't is. realize that it and, is.
1: And and at the and at at the root of everybody's overeating because weight loss weight weight gain is caused by you eating too much. Period you're uh, either eating too much or you're not working out or being active enough. Message. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, and so in if you're going to take that crutch which is you overeating or you not putting yourself first to make sure that you're a priority enough to work out and mm. just self-care. Yeah. You are going to have to find out what is causing you to do those things to begin with.
0: Wow. So that's the that's self-awareness yes. of like like you said, eat like saying it out loud yes. and being honest with yourself yes. about what's causing you to yeah. do these things yeah, yeah, yeah. to even have got you to this yeah. place. Right. Yeah.
1: Okay. And so uh, most people are emotional eaters. Some people are compulsive eaters. They actually have like a food addiction. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I had a food addiction. I, don't, I really didn't have a food addiction, but what I did do was, um, emotional eating. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, there were things that happened um, that I acknowledged during the process of being approved for weight loss surgery that people told me that I needed to be aware of because even though I felt like I had gone gotten past them now,
0: uh-huh.
1: afterwards, I, they may rear their ugly heads. Right. So there may be things in your past that you feel like you conquered, you're a survivor of. Yeah. And things like that. That after you've taken that crutch away mm-hmm. of emotional eating, yeah. they will rear their heads because now you have to deal you with whatever. You have to actually deal, deal with it, it yeah. yeah.
0: And you can't use the 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 um, whatever it is, mm-hmm. whether it's eating, drinking, drinking sex, yeah. Because you know, drugs, all of those. Because
1: things. when you're when you do weight loss surgery, you can't drink, <laughs> you can't smoke, and you can't overeat. So, what you got? if those things <laughs> are the things that are keeping you, um, that are that are allowing you to push down things mm-hmm. that you don't want to deal with, or that you dealt with, but then now you got to deal with them again because, because now they're they're, back. they're there right. again. Yeah. Um, and so, um, with that and with the training that my doctors and and support groups said, everybody thinks that the day one is the day you have surgery and that's not how you should be thinking. Mm. That should just be a regular day. You should have everything and all of your ducks in a row, all of your tools in your bag before you You need to know if something's wrong, what you're going to do, how much you're going to eat. You don't need to be learning that stuff Mm -hmm. afterwards.
0: So you have to do the process before the, you have, to you have to prepare, conditioning, all it. of that oh, stuff, wow. Wow.
1: and I know from watching shows like My, My Six Hundred pound, pound Life that <laughs> that's <distant>. yes. yes. <laughs> um, I love Doctor Now. He's yes, hilarious. He's, so and he's funny. great, he is but. So funny. Um, the reality is it don't happen like that. Like yeah. it really shouldn't. Right. It really, really shouldn't for most people. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't just be going to the psychiatrist after you have failed to lose the 30 pounds. Right. <laughs> 30 pounds. <laughs> after you should be going before so right. that you can have those tools. So when you reach that brick wall, you have it. And so, um, that's what happened to me. <laughs> um, right after having surgery, 90 days after having surgery, I had to have another surgery. Um, But because I had gastric bypass, which is not just it, they, they make your stomach smaller, and they also reroute your intestines. So it's a malabsorption mechanism, which means that most of the food that you're getting mm. that you're actually able to consume in your small, small stomach is not being absorbed through your body. Like it would normally, normally be absorbed. Okay. So because of that, I was slower at healing from my second surgery, which was a hysterectomy. And that was mentally draining on mm-hmm. me. And so with that, I felt like my mental immune system, if you will, was down. Yeah. So, other issues crept up on me, and I ended up having, like, a mini, like, crisis. Life, like, a it, like a panic, like attacks. panic attack. Mm-hmm. I was having panic attacks. I felt really, really sad, and I would just seclude myself. And I ended up having to go back to um, talk to somebody about that mm-hmm. to feel to see how I would go forward dealing with that. Um. Honestly, that was the biggest struggle after surgery. Yeah.
0: So I think what I hear you saying is mm-hmm. that when you prepare for it, right? Sometimes you don't know what the extra stuff is going to come mm-hmm. out after the fact, and so you don't. If you didn't have those, mm-hmm. your you know your panic attack or slash mini depression mm-hmm. or you know, in first of all, anytime you have any type of surgery, your body this is Even having a baby is considered a major surgery Mm -hmm. because your organs go all over the place Mm -hmm. and they're trying to get that thing out. Mm -hmm. So anytime you have a surgery, you do not feel yourself, Mm -hmm. right? And so I can relate to the hysterectomy because I had one two years ago Mm -hmm. and it was, it's life changing in a positive way. Yes. Praise the Lord mm-hmm. um, for that. Um, but mine was medically necessary. I needed to get it taken out for the betterment mm-hmm. of myself. However, it was a struggle getting back to myself, mm-hmm. and so trying not to feel like even though all the things that I knew I wasn't gonna have any more kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I was excited about not having the menstrual cycle. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was, I was happy about those things but it was the other stuff that came after it like not being able to walk at my full capacity trying to push myself through to like oh i'm gonna be able to go back to work and mm-hmm. then trying to regain all normal function and in your then body a
1: lot of times when you have surgery and you you base your Healing off of somebody yeah, else's yeah. healing, and you're like, man, day they four, they was doing X, it, yes, Y, and Z, exactly. and I can't yeah. even do this. And did it?
0: Do you depending? You talk to your doctor? Because I remember talking to my doctor, like, well, we're going to go on vacation. Is that, am I okay to go do that? Oh yeah, yeah, you go fine. And I remember going and being. Like, why did I'm he let okay. me Yeah. Why did he tell me to stay in the bed? But at, for me, I you know I was just like, oh, I'm okay. I'm mm-hmm. I you know I felt fine. It wasn't like I've had surgery on my foot where like I broke my ankle and that had me in the bed eight weeks, mm-hmm. couldn't do anything. But because it was like it's the inside, mm-hmm. right? Is the the one you can't no the visual you can't yeah, see, it's right? No yeah. Visual from the outside, no, there's not a visual mm-hmm. reminder that something on the inside mm-hmm. of you is broken, right? Mm-hmm. And so or healing or healing, mm-hmm. whether that is... you know, your stomach, your uterus, your heart, Mm -hmm. you know, um, from an actual surgery or just something happening traumatic to you you, Mm -hmm. that you have to actually process and kind of go through. Mm -hmm. And so I definitely can relate to that because that's the thing that like it took me that was July 2017. I probably felt like my best self like at the end of 2018 Mm -hmm. because now everything was working the way I remember it and Mm -hmm. you push so hard to try to make everything right again. Mm-hmm. Like I want to go back to without the other stuff though. Mm-hmm. Like I I want to feel the way I did, but you I don't want to wait. You just want to, to wait. I, don't, blank I want like, right. Yeah. You. I dream of genie. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's over, but mm-hmm. that you got to do you the gotta work. You got to go through it. You got to do mm-hmm. the work. And so, um, what did you learn about yourself doing this journey?
1: I think that it was just a reminder that I'm stronger than I think I am. Mm-hmm but that I also need, it's okay to ask for help.
0: Wow. That's key. Mm -hmm. That is, that's, yeah. And I think that that's something that for women sometimes we struggle with because asking for help means that we, it gives the impression that we don't know. Mm -hmm. And you're not saying you don't know, you just saying you need assistance.
1: And not only to ask for help, it's okay to say, I'm taking this time out for me. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to be kinder to myself. Yeah. I have to be kinder to myself. I need to work on myself yeah. right now. And so because of that, I can't do anything extra right, right now. I have to put myself in this cocoon right, and deal with me because you cannot give stuff you don't, don't have. have.
0: Right. Which is the same like when you're on the airplane and mm-hmm. you have to put your mask on first before you can do it yep. to anybody else. And I, you know, talked mm-hmm. about this it's just when you choose you, you, mm-hmm. You, when we tend to pour into people every single day, mm-hmm. and sometimes people are pouring into us, mm-hmm. and sometimes they not, mm-hmm. or sometimes people are trying to pour into us, but because we're doing so much pouring you got a hole at the top and a hole mm-hmm. at the bottom, it's just going straight through, mm-hmm. and it's not you're not catching anything. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you got to seal up your holes and just sit in yep. your mess, you gotta sit, sit in a cocoon and, and, go, through let and let go through it, and let it go through, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that that. If we all take time to just, like, figure it out, understand where we feel, understand where you are at this time. Because the seasons change. What you felt in your 20s is not the same thing that you feel in your 30s. And I'm quite sure that we seem wiser beyond our years. However, when hopefully. we t- no, nah, I think that when we get to our 40s, we're going to be in a whole different season. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, I thought I dealt with that. Oh, I mm-hmm. thought I did that. And mm-hmm. it's like, nah, bro, you got something else. Mm-hmm. Come on, no, come on. Have a seat right mm-hmm. here. We're going to mm-hmm. deal with this too. We're going to deal with this too. But I think it's the lessons in learning. And I think that's one of the, the biggest things that I'm learning now is like choosing me, mm-hmm. taking the time to say, no, I need to take care of me too. Um, even if it comes to stuff like, you know, taking off of work like Mm -hmm. I was telling one of my employees like it took me 10 years before I actually took a vacation like legit vacation like I would take a day off if I didn't feel good Mm -hmm. but not a day to just like rest and relax and Mm -hmm. like do nothing right you just push 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 just keep going, keep going, keep going. I mean
1: you hear self-care thrown around like it's a buzzword it's a buzzword a hashtag or whatever but it's real and Mm -hmm. it is important and you need to do it yeah um, and you find out that if you take care of yourself, you'll be able to take care of your family and the people that you care about way better right. and easier. Yeah. It'll be easier for you. Yeah. You won't have resentment or bitterness Bitterness yep. with you. You'll be, you'll be glad Free. to do those things. Yeah, it's freeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause
0: it definitely allows you to be able to do it in a way that doesn't require you to feel like it's a burden, mm-hmm. you know? And so, um, that, that's. That's good. So, Mm -hmm. one last question. What advice would you have for someone going through their own journey with weight loss? Um... No matter what it is, whether or not they're at the beginning, the middle, the end, they about to do the surgery. Maybe they just picked up the act. The South Beach diet. I remember my mama used to use that. She was on this watermelon and crab diet. You remember that? All she ate was watermelon and crabs for no. like a whole summer. I mean, saying. that
1: seems like everybody's diet in in Maryland for the for summer. summer,
0: it was crabs only. That's all I'm eating. I'm just going to eat crabs,
1: okay? I think that the most important thing would be... Um, all forward motion counts. Just do better than you did yesterday. Mm. Where and don't and the only person that you're trying to be better than is the person you were yesterday. Yeah. Don't tr- compare yourself, especially social media. Obviously, yeah, that stuff is it's not real. Yeah, it isn't.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So just try to be better than you were yesterday. And if you want something, don't be afraid to say it, and don't be afraid to acknowledge it. And don't be scared to ask questions or get help from people who know more than you.
0: Yeah, I think that's key. I Mm -hmm. think that um, moving forward and just being better than we were Mm -hmm. from yesterday, every day is a different day. It's a new opportunity to do something different, Mm -hmm. to be a better version of ourselves. It's a um, new day for us to be awesome, to be our best self. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that once we... um, Definitely put ourselves in a situation where we realize what we want and from whom we want it and who our tribes are. Mm-hmm. That to me, that's key to having the people around you to help you get to that next step because sometimes the people that's closest to you will keep you exactly where you oh, are. Yeah, and because
1: a lot of times what what they see you working at is what they're struggling with, mm. and so in order for them to, mm. Mm. a lot of times, mm. Mm. in order for them to to support you they have to acknowledge that they also are right. struggling with yep. the same thing yep. that you're struggling with and if, they're not, ready with, for it, and if they're, they're not ready they you, can't help wrong. you
0: they either going to tell you ain't nothing wrong with you or that mm-hmm. you crazy for even mm-hmm. doing something different mm-hmm. and those are the people FYI those are the people you need to be looking out for so when you're trying to start your own business somebody asking you why you could just stay at this job mm-hmm. and wait until you retire or you want to lose weight and somebody mm-hmm. telling you why you're not that big you mm-hmm. I washed my 600 pound life weight. somebody on it it was a thousand pounds okay well if I'm So you want me
1: to get to 999 (laughs) pounds before I do something about this? Exactly. No. If I'm
0: 150, if I'm 20 pounds overweight, I need to be doing something, (laughs) you know, like I think I told you off air that and you encourage me to like really look at myself and say okay you got to stop playing because ultimately I want to be able to walk up and down the steps just to go to bed or to the bathroom mm-hmm. but even more than that I want to be able to one with my grandkids mm-hmm. I see my mom's very she's always been mm-hmm. into like healthcare care and, and, she's and active. like active mm-hmm. and running and all of that stuff she can't sit down no she can't sit down <laughs> um but you know you i think i remember when i was a kid and we would be like in this is when Bally's was, like, mm-hmm. really heavy. And so she would be, like, in her step aerobics class. Huh, switch! Mm-hmm.
1: You know, all of that. And me and my
0: sister would just be waiting on the outside, looking like, "Can we go. But she was always choosing her, always mm-hmm. making sure that she was healthy. always like you And that to- was
1: why she was able to be so much to so many yes, people. Exactly. Because she took care, care of herself. Care. And
0: when she didn't take care of herself, it showed, it showed mm-hmm. in everything mm-hmm. around her because everything else, she was, was awesome. she's a lot to a lot of different people mm-hmm. and so she can't Love you all man I know mom you know I gotta have you on here one day. <laughs> Maybe when I come to Florida. <laughs> um I probably edited that out. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, like I think that the biggest thing is definitely like taking care of yourself, doing whatever it is you need to do for you, putting yourself first. It's funny,
1: I'm sorry, it's funny that you mention your mom, because a lot of the time we think that being a mom is just being selfless and pouring into our kids and not leaving nothing to ourselves, but what we're showing our children by doing that is that when they become moms and when they become dads, Mm -hmm. that they shouldn't take care of themselves, and we don't want to show them that, we want to show them like what your mom showed you is that you got to take care of yourself first. And a lot of times we don't get that message from mm. our parents because, yeah. for whatever reason, they could be in crisis mode for yeah. our entire childhood, childhood, for whatever reason. <laughs> Or they could just have learned those bad habits from somebody else, right, from, exactly. like a generational curse type, yeah. type thing. And we have opportunity with our kids to stop it right mm-hmm. then and there. And I, like I said, I have, I have three kids, two girls and one boy. And I don't want to give them anything but my best yeah. so that they can give go and take that in and be their best.
0: Because honestly as um, our other sister cousin would say um, no ordinary mom, shout mm-hmm. out to her um, that you uh, we're raising adults. Mm-hmm. It's not just about right now. Mm-hmm. We're raising somebody's daughter and somebody, somebody's wife husband, and somebody's husband, right. somebody's mm-hmm. mother, somebody's mm-hmm. father. And so what we pull send them right now about either our words or our example is exactly who they're going to be when they or become. Or what they're going to have
1: or, to overcome right, when they get when older. When they get
0: older, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then the question is, are you going to be the... Um, the the person that they're overcoming, mm-hmm. or are you going to be the reason why they overcome? Mm-hmm. And I think that that if we keep that at the forefront of our mind, in addition to also, and you know, and. Whether you have kids or not, just knowing that whoever, you're impacting people every single day. doesn't matter whether you're married, not married, have kids, don't have kids. You got if aunties, you, you,
1: you got nieces and nephews. nephews, you got
0: cousins, you have coworkers, mm-hmm. you have every person that you touch and you come in contact with, they, they should see the best version of you in you, or they should be saying, you know, not to be super merry merry, but like they should be saying the God in you, mm-hmm. you know, and they should be saying his love, his caring all of those things and be able to take something from you and say hey that person has a great spirit they have a great you know their character their inter- all of those things are so good like I wonder what it is that person is doing so that I can get to that place mm-hmm. and so I think that um, well, we just have to be mindful of us, just that, that mindfulness, self care, and you know, just admitting to ourselves, the things that don't make us our best selves, and then do something, John, mm-hmm. like you got to do something. <laughs> you can't keep talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like we can, I, we can talk all day long, but until we actively take a step mm-hmm. in that right direction to be able to reach whatever that goal is, mm-hmm. we're going to stay in the same space, mm-hmm. walking in circles, walking in circles. Um, so thank you for sharing with me I have, thank
1: you for having, having
0: so much fun I really do appreciate it okay guys that's all for this week don't forget to share, subscribe, rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts remember to join the Slaying Self dial community on Facebook have a great week see ya